All right, on this episode of the Culture Punch Podcast, we're going to do the week seven of the NFL wrap-up, and we're going to introduce a new segment called Heavy Hitters. Stick around. We are back on the Culture Punch podcast. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. As you guys heard from the intro, I'm introducing a new segment this week in regards to the NFL. So let's get into it. Let's go ahead and start with the week seven wrap up of the NFL. We got uh, Chiefs Broncos 30 to six. Chiefs are uh, still ahead in that division. Uh, they are five and two. And that drops the Broncos down to, here we go, da, 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 two and five. And we move on to the Raiders and Packers. Uh, Raiders 24, Packers 42, Raiders 3 and 3, Packers 6 and 1. Uh, let me go back a little bit. Sorry, I digress. Chiefs 30, Broncos 6. Um, Rams, Falcons 37 10, Rams in favor of the Rams. Rams 4 and 3, Falcons 1 and 6. Uh, we move on to 49ers and the Redskins. Redskins uh, 0, 49ers 9, Niners with a 6-0 record, and the Redskins with a 1-6 record. Now we're on to the AFC South. Texans 23, Colts 30. That was actually a really good game. Colts 4-2, Texans 4-3. Vikings-Lions. Uh, Vikings 42, Lions 30. Vikings hold a record of 5-2, Lions 2-3 two, and with one draw. Jaguars-Bengals. The snooze of the week, uh, 27-17 in favor of the Jaguars. Jaguars 3-4. Bengals are still windless at 0-7. Cardinals and Giants, battle of the rookie quarterbacks. Cardinals 27, Giants 21. 3-3 three three with one draw for the Cardinals and 2-5 and for the Giants. Dolphins-Bills. Dolphins 21, Bills 31. Bills are 5-1 and one now as the Dolphins are still windless with 0-6. Uh, moving on to the game of my week, Chargers-Titans. Titans 23, Chargers 20, Chargers 2 and 5, Titans 3 and 4. Ravens-Seahawks, Ravens 30, Seahawks 16. Ravens hold a 5 and 2 record with Seahawks holding the identical record. Same identical record, sorry. Um, Saints-Bears, Saints 36, Bears 25 with Saints 6 and 1, Bears 3 and 3. Uh, Eagles, Cowboys, Cowboys, 37, Eagles, 10, uh, Eagles hold record of three and four Cowboys with a four and three record. And to finish off the week with Monday night football, Patriots, 33 Giants, zero with the Patriots still undefeated at seven and zero, and the Jets at one and five. So there is your weekly roundup of the NFL. Now moving on to a new segment that I like to call heavy hitters, which I'm going to talk touch on a couple of things that I believe were essential, crucial, important, game-changing, altering, things of that nature of this week. And we're going to start with the first game, Chiefs and Broncos. Obviously, the big one, Patrick Mahomes out. He sustained an injury to his foot or to his knee, I should say, where it looked like it dislocated. They had to pop back in place on the field. Matt Moore got the start or got uh, a re in relief of him going 10 of 19, 117 yards and a touchdown. What does that mean for the Chiefs moving forward? Well, the Chiefs, um, 
I mean, moving forward for the Chiefs, they they have a glorified backup in in Matt Moore. For a lot of you that didn't know, he was the backup for Miami for years. He retired, and he was a part of their scout team when he got the call from Andy Reid to and asked him if he wanted to continue playing football as a backup. He said sure, and that's where we are now. So moving forward, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Patrick Mahomes obviously meaning a lot to the offense. The offense is tailored around the skill set of Patrick Mahomes and and the abilities and what he can do on the field. Interesting to see what's going to happen with Moore taking over the reins. If they alter the offense, if they change it up a little bit, what kind of offense are they going to run? Are they going to stay identical? Uh, are they going to keep their identity? Things like that are things to watch for. So we'll keep an eye on them as they move forward. It looks like this upcoming week, the Chiefs are playing the Packers. So that's actually a big game to not have their starting quarterback. Interesting to see what's going to happen. So stay tuned for that. That will take place uh, next week on Sunday Night Football, 1027 at 6.20. Um, so I'm sure we'll talk about that. We'll recap that. Moving on, Raiders-Packers. No one, I should put it like this, Aaron Rodgers in this game is the first Packers quarterback to throw for a perfect 158.3 passer rating. So he, Aaron Rodgers up to this point has never even done that. Aaron Rodgers, um, Brett Favre hasn't done it, which is surprising, but it looks like uh, 25 of 31, 429 yards with five touchdowns. So that's very impressive. On the other end of that, hold on really quickly. This is with really no receivers. This uh uh Valdez um Scantling, he has come out of nowhere, so he looks like he was a primary target in this game, but he only had two receptions, but he had him for 133 yards, 66.5 average, so he he got some bombs. Um as far as uh help from the tight end position, Jimmy Graham finally had a good game, four of sixty-five for a touchdown, but I don't really want to get into stats too much as opposed to just heavy hitters. Now Another heavy hitter. Let's go to the Raiders side. Uh, Jacobs, that running back, rookie running back out of Alabama. Unbelievable game. 21 carries, 124 yards. Zero touchdowns. They need to feed this guy the ball. If you guys were watching Hard Knocks, you guys will see that when the Manning guys were out there, they were asking them, who is someone that's underrated that we should look out for? And everyone said Darren Waller. Now, Waller's been balling out this season. In this game, no different. Seven receptions, 126 yards, two touchdowns. I think that's your number one target moving forward. Um, interesting to see what's going to happen with the Raiders. They were, they're doing a lot better now than I expect them to do. So we'll see Rams, Falcons, Falcons. It's not working, whether it's Dan Quinn or whether it's, I don't know, overrated Matt Ryan. I don't know. Something's not working. I haven't watched a lot of uh, Falcon football, so I don't know if they're just not running the ball. If they are running the ball and they are, not being successful or, or what's going on, but they hold a one in, I believe it was a one in six record. Uh, one in six record they hold, and it's not working out for him. Matt Ryan, 16, 27, 159 yards in one interception. And I believe he got hurt, so they brought Shabin. Something's not working in Atlanta. And this is the first time we've seen where they have actually quit on their coach. That is not a good sign, people. The minute you start quitting, that, signifies something completely different. So now I think 
front office is going to start looking at their coach and wondering what they need to do moving forward. Interesting situation going on in Atlanta. We'll keep an eye on that. Redskins, uh, 49ers, nothing significant. They are still undefeated, the Niners, that is. That's it. Uh, moving on, Texans, Colts, playing for the top of the AFC South. Very interesting to see Jacoby Brissett through for his first four-touchdown game of his career, 26 of 39, 326 yards, four touchdowns. So running game, only 44 yards for Mac, nine, six, and three. So it wasn't a lot of production from the run game. He's put the Colts on his back, and he's taking them to the promised land where it looks like they're four and two ahead of the division. And this was a team that I expected to fall off when Andrew Luck retired. Goes to show you that uh, the organization knows more than we do. Because Jacoby Brissett getting the nod as opposed to them trading draft picks and trying to get other quarterbacks to go play for them, they didn't do any of that. And Jacoby Brissett right now is balling out. Deshaun Watson, I mean, his kid is still balling out. He threw two for two picks, I believe his first two-pick game of the, of the season. But 308 yards and a touchdown. Um, he's, he, he, I mean, he's progressing along very well. I, uh, it sucks to see that because I'm a Titan fan, but you know, you gotta, you you gotta either produce or you're, you're out of the NFL and I liked him at Clemson. So I hope he continues doing well. Vikings lions 42 30, but it was a close game up until the fourth quarter. What, uh, what is there said about the lions? Um, that is yet to be seen. Stafford balled out again but what i want to talk about is kirk cousins since that whole Thielen thing where he was talking to the media and people were calling out kirk cousins for his terrible play that is three games now that he's balled out balled out he went uh 24 of 34 337 yards four touchdowns you think cousins heard all the noise i want to say he did so Keep an eye on uh, on Vikings and see if he can sustain that kind of play or maintain that kind of play, I should say, because um, there's a lot surrounding him. I think if he does not, they look for an option to trade him. $84 million guaranteed is a lot of money for someone who's not balling out. So keep an eye there. Um, Jaguars, Bengals. Not much to say there. I mean, Dalton, three interceptions, same old Dalton. He's not doing it. Um, I don't know if it's the offensive line, if it's the defense or what, but they are, it's not working. And I think the heavy hitter in this game is going to be that their coach is probably on the hot seat. Their young coach is probably going to get fired here soon, unless they believe in his philosophy and his vision for the future. So keep an eye on that. Interesting to see what's going to happen. And, uh, we'll update you guys as it, as it, as it progresses. Giants Cardinals battle of the rookie quarterbacks. So it was Kyler Murray against Daniel Jones. And who got the better of that game? Well, as you guys know, Cardinals did 27-21. Heavy hitter in this one. Edmonds is balling out. What do you do about Johnson? David Johnson, uh, one carry, two yards. I know he got hurt. Edmonds carried the load. But this is three weeks now, the third week, I should say, where he's balled out. So do you split those carries? What do you do? Very interesting to see what's going to happen in that uh, um, in that locker room with that running backs for uh, um, rotation. That's uh, very interesting for me. And moving on, Dolphins, Bills. Uh, Fitzpatrick still didn't win, but I'm sure it's by design. So keep losing, Dolphins. Tua just got hurt, though, so I don't know if that alters your 
your perspective on things, if you're tailoring your offense around a mobile quarterback, but Burroughs is is moving up that draft stock. So keep an eye on Burroughs. Very interesting if they're going to go with him or not. Uh, the other side of that, Bills, Allen had no turnovers, no interceptions. So good for him. He's uh, he's There's a lot riding on him this season. They have a lot of expectations, high hopes for that kid. Hopefully he pans out. That's what Bills are saying right now, Bill fans and the front office. Moving on, Chargers Titans. Ryan Tannehill gets his first win as a Tennessee Titans starter. Now, for you guys that didn't watch the game, 23 of 29, 312 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, with the interception coming on a Jonu Smith missed block. Blindside, he went to throw it. They hit his arm, ball flies straight in the air, gets intercepted. Other than that, this guy was throwing rockets into tight windows and played a really good game. Now, is he going to be able to continue that success? Hopefully. We'll see. Uh, I I liked him in a Dolphins uniform. I know a lot of people around me didn't think that he was that good. So, you know, I'm hoping that I'm right in this case and only time's going to tell. The other thing of that, obviously, was Marcus Mariota. He helmet ready on the sideline and body language was a little bit better this week. Last week when he was benched, he was kind of mopey. You can kind of see that he was sad. This week, very uh uh into the game he was very supportive of Tannehill. so you know he's good guy marcus is he's showing that good for him uh we'll see what uh what transpires as as time goes on uh moving on ravens seahawks ravens defense is for real now they it was a closer game than 30 to 16 it was the seahawks scoring 13 points in the second quarter but it was the first and third quarter were phenomenal for the for the Ravens. They shut them out, and even the fourth quarter, they only got three points. They only gave up three points. Peters had his first pick, and he went for a pick six. That would mark Russell Wilson's first interception of the season. Um, as far as Jackson, I don't, I don't know what much, what I can say about Jackson hasn't already been said about him. He was only nine of twenty for 143 yards, but he rushed for 14 carries, 116 yards. And they are five and two. So uh, Colin Cowher said they are rushing their way into the playoffs. That's the way it would look. Now, history would show that this isn't sustainable. This does not work for very long. This might work now, but you're going you're gonna to have to start throwing that ball here soon. You're going to have to develop in order to really make a push in the playoffs. But there is uh, hope in that. And the fact that uh, Michael Vick was a, uh, Hard thrower, not very accurate, and an incredible runner. His first, I would say, three se- well, two seasons with the Falcons. In that third year, he finally got better at throwing. And when he was with the Eagles, you could see that his throwing was just phenomenal. So Jackson has a very bright future ahead of him. Uh, shouts out Troy. I know uh, in Ravens flock, I know you guys are excited about him. So, you know, hopefully he continues to ball out. His story is very interesting. I like that he was uh, uh, not included as one of those top-tier guys, quarterbacks coming out of college especially uh, because of the where he went to school, where he played. But good to see what he's doing. Saints, Bears, two things here. The Saints play uh, two terrible teams coming up. I think they play, um, gosh, I don't, I've looked this up a couple times and I can never remember who in the world that they play. But they play two, they play the Falcons and another terrible team. And then they have a bye week. Or they play the Falcons by. Anyway, my point is they should play Teddy Bridgewater 
the 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 goal was they were gonna play. They have a game next week, then they have a bye week, and then they come back and play again. After that bye week, they were gonna have Drew Brees come back and play. The next two games, like I said, were oh, I believe it's against the Cardinals and the Falcons. I think you continue to go with Bridgewater. Give Brees that extra week of rest. Why not? You guys are winning. You guys have only lost one game. You guys are not losing out on much, and you guys aren't playing the best competition. I think you should rest Breeze one more week. I don't think that can hurt anyone. And then have him come back a little bit more healthier and a little bit more uh, ready to go. The other end of that, the Bears, obviously, is what are the Bears doing with Trubisky? 34-54, 2-51, two touchdowns. But before the fourth quarter, it was terrible. They scored 15 in the fourth. So that would mean that they only had 10 points up until the fourth quarter. And Trubisky had like 100 yards rush passing. Um, Nagby doesn't look happy with the quarterback situation. He is frustrated. He was interviewed and said that he knows they need to run the ball more. Cohen was made fun of for his size by the uh, Saints defense or Saints players. Um, who? it's a tough one. You drafted a guy, and this is what I said about him. This is what I've always said about uh, Trubisky is that he was a backup in North Carolina for a guy now that's not even in the NFL. And he couldn't win the starting job there. Senior year or his last year, he wins and he plays all games. I believe it's all games, his college career. And he and he looked good. Again, you, you couldn't beat out a guy but prior to that. And you come in, you couldn't even win this, the quarterback position your rookie year. But you came and then you started balling out and then now you're kind of where everyone expected you to be. Uh, you have a genius, an offensive genius as your head coach. So why not? Why aren't those tools being utilized? And you could see that he's frustrated. But the Bears don't want to throw in the towel on him yet because I think it's a pride thing. I think they they know what they have, but they're hoping they're wrong. And I, I think they don't want to admit to the uh, the world that they they messed up because <laughs> Trubisky was taken before Mahomes. And uh, that doesn't look good on paper right now, especially to analysts who compare it as so. Moving on, Cowboys-Eagles. Okay, so the Cowboys bounced back in a big way. Dak Prescott bounced back in a big way. Uh, Well, not that big, actually. 21-27, 239, 239 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, And the interception was pretty terrible. It was thrown in the end zone, so they gave up points on that. Uh, Carson Wentz is not looking too good right now. The Eagles as a whole are not looking too good. They're, where are their playmakers? Where did their run game go? Where did their playmakers go? Someone needs to help out Wentz. It's getting ridiculous. As far as the Cowboys, Ezekiel Elliott, 22, 111 yards, balling out. Prescott had a good uh, uh, comeback game. And then Cooper, 5 for 106 yards. Playmakers. That's the difference, especially in a conference like this. And they killed him. They haven't killed him this bad since I believe it's like 2008 or something like that. Um, But... Bounce back for the Cowboys. Patriots, Jets. Oh, I should see this was the snooze fest of the uh, of the week. And I'm going to be completely honest. Did not watch it. I saw the first touchdown and I said, oh, man, exactly what I expected. And then I just got updates about how Darnold was throwing picks out there. And which I saw the pick after their touchdown, after the Patriots scored seven. I saw the interception where he was being rushed and he overthrew the receiver. And McCourty came down with, I believe it was his fifth interception of the season, which leads the Patriots as of right now. Um, Patriots only got a field goal out of that, but that was his first interception. I turned it off after that. 
Then I get updates where he's saying he's seen ghosts. Man, I don't think you're seeing ghosts. I don't think you're seeing anybody. Five or four interceptions, you threw for 86 yards. You threw the ball 32 times. You only completed 11. And four of those, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess you completed 15 passes. And four of those were to the other team for 86 yards. How do you expect Bell to get going? He was 15 of 74.7 average. That's a, that's a respectable number. How do you expect Bell to get going when you can't offer any other relief at the offensive position? Darnold being out with Mono coming back in was uh, going to be an exciting thing for a Jet fan because they had their quarterback back. Their quarterback back. That sounds funny. And he provided a good game last week. This week was not at all. And this week is the one that you should be looking at because this is against a top-tier quarterback, a top-tier defense, who's only allowed, I believe, three touchdowns all year, two rushing, one passing. That is insane. They are, they are undefeated and they are a real deal. It freaking sucks. I can't stand the freaking Patriots. Uh, Thomas had a terrible game. Obviously, everyone on the receiving end had a terrible game. But the Jets, man, you guys, you guys need help. Brady's doing Brady things, so there's nothing we could say there. Um, and that wraps up the sequence of heavy hitters. That's going to be something new that I do. And I'm just going to give you the important things that uh, happen from each game. And if there's even bigger things, I might talk a little bit about that, like this whole Patrick Mahomes thing. They say three weeks at the earliest, but do you really want to risk it? He's your franchise guy for the next 10 years. Do you really want to risk it? I wouldn't. You guys um, have two losses, but you guys bounce back with Matt Moore, a quarterback, and one. You are ahead in your division. I don't think you should be rushing anything. Chargers are not doing good right now. They're they're trying to figure themselves out. They're trying to dig themselves out of a hole. The Broncos are in the same place, and the Raiders uh, have no defense. So I think you guys are locked in to win that, um, win that division as long as you guys just be cautious with your quarterback. You guys have a lot of playmakers in Hill. Um, uh, Travis Kelsey, um, your run game, obviously McCoy has been doing really good since he's been there. So you guys have options. You guys are fine. I wouldn't rush anything back. Looking into next week, let me give you a couple of key games that I think are going to be very interesting for you guys to keep an eye on. And, um, here we go. Um, excuse me. Buccaneers and Titans would have been interesting because it would have been the 2015 first round draft picks going up against each other for, I believe, only the second time. The first time we bested the Buccaneers and Marcus threw for four touchdowns. That was the first game of the rookie of their both their rookie seasons. Right now, I don't know. Jameis Winston threw for, I think it was five interceptions or four interceptions and a fumble, two fumbles, but they recovered one. It's just bad. Um, so that's not really one to keep an eye on, but. Um, Panthers 49ers I think is going to be an interesting game the 49ers have a good test I think Khan is balling out doing really good right now the 49ers if they play the way they played last week their defense is doing good but you know Christian McCaffrey you got to look out for Christian McCaffrey um, Packers and Chiefs obviously is another one to look out for because these are two good teams and only one can come away a winner one has their quarterback their starting quarterback doing the most, while the other one is playing with a backup quarterback that came out of retirement. Browns-Patriots would have been interesting if, I guess, before the season started, when there was all that hoopla. Right now, the Browns the Browns are who we thought they were. 
as a famous quote. And Delaney Walker said that after we played him. So nothing significant there. So not a lot of significant games coming up next week, but football is here. You got to be excited for the NFL. There's nothing like it. Today is October, Tuesday, October 22nd, 2019, which means that basketball NBA starts today. Kickoff, um, I believe, is Toronto and the Pelicans. Six to eight weeks out for Zion. That's unfortunate, but you got the uh, Laker B team in uh, New Orleans playing against the defending champs with no Kawhi. And then you have the two, the the primetime game, the showtime game, the LA game, the Clippers and the Lakers. You We get to see it finally. And are we excited? I know I am. I hope you guys are getting into it. NBA is going to be a topic I cover because I'm passionate about the NBA. Orlando Magic, this is another year we're going to make the playoffs. We're going to make a good run. Markel Foltz is developing a jumper. Look out for that. But everyone's eye, obviously, is on the two LA teams and the Houston Rockets. So interesting to see what's going to happen. Stay tuned to this podcast because we will cover it. We're going to get back to our roots and talk about sports. I'm going to be bringing on a couple of guests in the next couple of weeks. So look out for those podcasts. You guys know where to find us. Go ahead and go to our Instagram page at Culture Punch Podcast. Uh, Culture underscore punch. Facebook is the same. Uh, website www.culturepunchpodcast.com. Keep an eye out for that. And, uh, you know, interaction I want to have with you guys. So anything you guys have as far as questions or you guys just want to support, you know, best way to do that is just give us a thumbs up. And anytime I drop one a new video or, or anything of that nature, I'd love to hear you guys' feedback. Uh, appreciate you guys for tuning in to us. And we will talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for listening. 